Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, yo, welcome in to the CHGO White Sox postgame show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app today and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome into Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Alongside me is the full CHGO White Sox crew. Got Vinny Duber, our CHGO White Sox beat writer, and Herb Lawrence. Hello. Our CHGO White Sox community leader. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. You can follow the show on Twitter at CHGO underscore White Sox. Um, and, you know, the vibes are uh, you know typical for a White Sox show. First two comments, Aloy going back on the IL and DFA Lance. Um, wow. This team had a five-game winning streak at one point today. Just won a series in New York. I just <laughs> talked about how, hey, if they go, it's probably likely they go 6-12 and 12, uh, in the next 18-game stretch. They have two of their six wins already. That's a pretty good start, I think. I I understand the sentiment of people are kind of mad, but you win a series in New York, any AL East team, take that as a dub. Hell, I they look lifeless in that second game, but I'll take this five-game winning streak that they had as a, a huge dub. I didn't think they were going to get one. So, yeah, it's a great day for the White Sox. And how about that? to the Minnesota Twins losing. Uh, they keep losting. Every team in this division is under 500 right now. <laughs> yes. But what it means is that the White Sox are only three and a half games out of first place. That's I think weird. the White Sox, since uh, April 30th, the crazy comeback against the AL East uh, Rays where Andrew Vaughn hits walk that, off. that walk-off. The comeback, um, big-time comeback, yeah. They 20. were losing badly in that game. They're the only team above 500 in the AL Central. They're 21-15. and 15. I that plays. With the one-on-one today. They continue to do that. They'll be good. They'll be in the first place by July 4th, and you have to shave your eyebrows off. Yeah, so is it July 1st, July 4th? Because this is the whole it thing. Is, it is the 4th of July. It's the 4th of July. And they have to be three and a half or less, right? Correct. I think they need to be three, three and a half or fewer games. I thought it was over 500. No, no, no. Three and a half. I, I got to go back and watch No, it was three, three and, and a half, half games within first place. You shave your eyebrows, I got to shave my facial hair. Because we're not doing the pig. No, because pigs suck. They're delicious to eat, though. I'd rent a pig. One of my favorites. I mean, if we could get management to allow us to have a pig, I'd bring a pig in here. Mm, we don't need a pig in here. Oh. By the way, um, I, saw, I saw that we have uh, a pig? new and huge sale. Do you see our new sale that we're having for Father's Day? Look at Day? you. You're a professional, as I, like, I as I tweet the link out still. Um, let's go to the Father's Day sale. Uh, you want to keep going? It's like you buy one, get the second one half off. So 
let's just say you have a father or a person that is a dad. Buy him a shirt and you get yours half off. Or if you want to, give him two. Get multiple ones. If you want guaranteed delivery, though, got to order before Monday. So before Father's Day. So your father would be really pissed off if you don't order before Monday. Hey, I got you a CHO shirt, but I ordered it on Tuesday. That some bitch won't be here until like Wednesday. And your father would be like, hey, you're out of the family. So get him one right now. High stakes. It, yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at all these shirts you can get. Much more on the CHO locker. That a Billy Mays vibe. Oh, rest in peace. I don't know. You even got the beard kind of with the salt and pepper. Billy Mays had some salt and pepper. Man. You got gone, a few, I, gone hey, too soon, man. Gone I, too soon. I, I want to put you in a TV studio, Golly. apparently. I, I, I got you as a, a, now a, a Billy Mays. Te- what's that called? Pitch man. Pitch man. I see you have a future as a pitch man. And uh, Luke's old uh, uh, moonlighting. I see myself more. moonlight as a uh, uh, weathercaster. I, I see I, myself you know, more as a, a Vince Offer. Shamwell? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with the guy with the guy with the little headset thing. Yeah, the weird yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 I, I mean Billy Mays was weird. He was too. <laughs> I, I've trusted Billy Mays more. You sh- I don't know. You, should. you shouldn't have. Oh, I'm not saying I, <laughs> Go read that Wikipedia page and get back to me, Sean. <laughs> Vince offered not a not a good guy himself. Pitchman yeah. doesn't Pitchman doesn't seem like a great job. Well, what about Ron Popeil? Oh man, he said it and forget it. <laughs> Who's Ron? You know, who's Ron? Who's Ron, Ron Pompeo? Pompeo? Of Ronco? Yeah. Yes, Ron Pompeo? You put the, oh, okay, you yeah, put no, the turkey yeah, yeah. in, the rotisserie turkey, set it, and forget it. The magic bullet? That's Ron. That's Ron no, Pompeo's no, no, right. no, 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 no. What's Ron Pompeo's thing? The, ma- the magic bullet is near and dear to my heart. That is a couple in their kitchen and oh, apparently just weird. had people sleeping over everyone's hung over and they're like oh hey let's just make all of this food it's just a disgusting amount of food in 30 minutes that australian none of these people dude, are going to be eating yeah is australian right. doing his american wife yeah, yeah that's not ron Pompeo. it was like crocodile dundee but for magic bullet ron Pompeo just died popeel popeel yeah all schedule pitchman you don't I'll, you don't uh except for vince offer he's still with us <laughs> unfortunately it's emerald pitchman why are we doing this i mean Emeril Lagasse used to be a chef. Now he's just he's bam, he's also money. he's also a pitch man okay. for money. his own things, obviously. Yeah. All right, um, let's talk about the White Sox game because again, which one? Is, yeah, huh? wait, what? <laughs> which White Sox game? There were two today. Both. Uh, we'll we'll kind of talk about the three nothing loss to the Yankees and also the six five win versus the Yankees. But let's. So what you're saying is it's two post game shows for the price of one Look at to that. keep the pitchman theme going. I, why don't you give us a thumbs up? It's free. It's free to give us a thumbs up. It's free to subscribe as well. It's free to hit the notification bell. You don't have to go to chgolocker.com. Just hang out, vibe. Chill with us. If you do want to support us, check out chgolocker.com. If you want to become a diehard, check out chg, uh, allchgo.com, you know? Vinny has articles there at allchgo, too. All right. It's an all-in-one, all-encompassing company there. White Sox. <laughs> um, Sad and forget it. So, <laughs> it is positive. White Sox win the series against the Yankees. Again, they already have two of the six wins I were hoping they would get in the 18-game stretch they have coming up. But as most people started to, with even Victor Von Doom uh, saying, Aloy to IL, um, you had the tweet uh, from the beat uh, yeah. in, in New York about yeah, the, reporters, Aloy, the, the update for The Aloy. reporters who were out there on the East Coast said uh, that the word from the White Sox post game was a lower left leg issue for Aloy Jimenez. He is day-to-day. So that is kind of almost verging on hockey injury update right there. Um, 
But there you go. I mean, I think we could have figured out ourselves that it was a leg issue. Uh, He was moving very slowly after he hit a ground ball in the ninth inning. Uh, Was not going to really make it to first in time to beat out a potential double play, though that was all erased when Glaber Torres threw the ball eight feet over Anthony Rizzo. Uh, and that so so Aloy goes to second, but he was moving very slowly, uh, grimacing the whole way, and uh, the trainer comes out, visits, and uh, he left for a pinch runner, even though uh, it was basically the end of the game with just one more out to get in the ninth inning. Yeah, and uh, the pinch runner, Andrew Vaughn, speed. TWTW. <laughs> He's got the will to win. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, the thing about Andrew Vaughn and, and Jake Berger – you know, they might not look like the be- the best athletes out there, but they're always giving their best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jake Berger, he just has a, a gear a little bit higher than my guy, Andrew Vaughn. But he's got TWTW. You know, he's going to give his best effort running to the back. Might not be the fastest, but he's not. He's going to try, you know. And that's that's why Tony Luderso liked him in the outfield. Because uh, he might not run the most uh, quickest route uh, out there, but he's trying. Yeah, he's giving you 100% of what he has. And what he has is not a lot. TWTW. the running. So, yeah, but... Speaking of our guy, Jake Berger, started off the festivities earlier today with a Jake Berger special. Yeah, Steve, why don't you flash that graphic with all the four home runs? Uh, let's, that's the, probably the fun game to talk about, well, the 6-5 winner. Well, I mean, for, for, for all the talk, if it, you know, very unfortunate, the headline coming out of the second game is going to be Eloy and, and how he's doing because he hit the game-winning home run in mm-hmm. the first game, seventh inning. Uh, it was the fourth home run of the game for the White Sox, and it flipped the game. They were down 5-4. He made it 6-5, and that was the final score thanks to some terrific work by the bullpen. But uh, – Aloy Jimenez homered today one of four in that first game, and really all of them were very well-struck balls. <laughs> yeah, her, we kind of talked about this uh, after Sunday, was Jake Berger, I know the home road splits are vastly different, but it's baseball. He's got to hit a white ball at the end of the day, and here it is, a barrel away. Uh, it's, uh, they said it couldn't be done. They said you couldn't, uh, like Ronco and all of uh, Ron Popeil's uh, inventions. Popeil. Who cares? Um, I do. His family does. You know, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to show you the greatest kitchen appliance ever made. All of your onions chopped to perfections without shedding a single tear. The Chopomatic. Here's Jake Berger with an away barrel. It's great to see. I, that guy just runs into balls. He, like, any in the 100 percentile in barrels this year in the major league. So He's yes. only behind Aaron Judge. He's decent. And now he's going to catch up. Pretty big, uh, pretty big storyline to this entire series as well. So uh, there's a home game tomorrow, Friday night. It's country music night at a guaranteed rate. I would love to see Jake Berger in the lineup at home versus these Miami Marlins because once he's in the lineup, and you know, the second game he struggled. I think he went 0 for 4 with a couple strikeouts. But the man runs into a ball every once in a while, and those balls go far. So that's what the White Sox need. We did score six runs in the first game, so that was a, a much needed and much different thing that the offense is doing right now. But when Jake Berger's in the lineup, you have a chance every time he comes up for that ball to leave the earth. And then the next time he came up after the home run, Rocket doubled down the line, and he used his speed, which Steven would be happy about, out of the box, just hustling, got to second base pretty easily. Well, you said leaving earth, as Vinny tried to contest, uh, it would go into the Harlem River. We were just referencing. I was trying oh, to figure oh, out what the nearest oh, body of water was going to be. And it would be the Harlem River. The Harlem You're River. right. Whether that actually would be in home run in fair <laughs> territory or not, I don't know. But yeah, I didn't even know that was such a thing, a Harlem River. Yeah. Wow. I think U2 has a song about it. Okay. I don't know. Um, can we go back to the home run graphic, though? Um, Jake Berger, Aloy Jimenez, Luis Robert Jr., um, and uh, 
Yamaha Moncada uh, hitting home runs today. Uh, the Moncada one looked like a jam shot. I, I really feel like that's a kind of a, a Yankee Stadium uh, special, but still, it was 385 feet. That's probably a, a homer at the G rate as well. I haven't, I haven't looked at uh, StatCast to see if it was or not. Um, so, hey, it wasn't spread out, and a homer would have helped in the second game, but oh well. I mean, you look at the end of the game, too. Kendall Graveman's protecting a one-run lead, and it was tight the entire time. That wasn't a clean, uh, although it was a clean inning at the end of the day with no earned run, uh, way to end that game because Kendall Graveman uh, felt a little rocky, uh, a lot of 2-0 counts that he got into, but uh, nonetheless, they got the deal done, even though you were saying Tim didn't even step on second base. It, it was questionable. I didn't think he got there, but you know the ump said he did after a review, so hell, I'll take it. But I thought Kendall Graveman with the walk before and then the soft – hit to Romy who couldn't really corral the ball because he was going the other way. I think he might have been trying to cover second base yeah. because Volpe mm -hmm. was stealing at the same time. So it was well executed hit and run there. And so, you know, it was probably going to be a hard play for Romy to make anyways. But then Kendall Graveman buckled down and got the job done. Um, getting play, yeah, getting Anthony Rizzo to roll over. I thought that was going to be trouble. So, you know, Anthony Rizzo is going to ring a double. Game's going to be over. Yankees are going to win on a walk-off. But getting him to induce a ground ball and, you know, Tim, I don't know if he kicked the bag. I didn't see it, but, you know, the replay to me looked like he was off the bag at the time, but they looked at it again and saw that he touched the bag and got the throw over to first base and got Anthony Rizzo out pretty easily. I, don't I was know. like, is this going to be a White Sox thing again where they, we got a victory and we're snatching the, 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 the victor, was it the victory out of yeah. the jaws of defeat? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, vic, the defeat out of the jaws of victory. I don't know. Uh, See, what the sort other of, way sounds better. It does. Well, That's usually what happens. I don't know what sort of uh, uh, high-speed camera technology Major League Baseball has when they review these things, but they were using the slowest of slow-mo freeze frame on the broadcast, and it was like a blur. You couldn't see anything. Uh, I don't know if... If anybody could look at that and say Tim Anderson did one thing or the other just because he was moving so fast and they slowed it down to the slowest possible way, if they had a little bit more high shutter speed maybe available at Major League Baseball, uh, maybe they'd be able to tell it uh, specifically. But they turned the double play. Come now, on. That, now that we're on Ronco here, um, you know, I got my little inventing uh, brain spinning here. So maybe we should put a sensor in the bag and you, you kind of kick it. You know, and maybe we can have StatCast measure the 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 force at second base. Maybe uh, strongest second base kicks. Maybe a weakest second base kicks. Maybe Tim, uh, it would barely register there. And maybe too, we can have the entire like uh, stadium fla lights flash like uh, red for an out. You know what I'm saying? Like wow, we go really over the top here. Make this an entertainment product here. Sure, sure. Okay. I mean, that would be my idea for football, but put like a, a chip <laughs> inside the football to know when it crossed the down. first down marker or the end zone. It's, it's the tip of the ball, right? Yeah. I always feel like it should be the middle of the ball. No. Why? I don't know. I always feel like it's, it's crazy that it's just like it, you could be, it could be right there. Just a little well, tip. think if the ball was so, round. It's not, but think if it is, that maybe helps you. We have the technology. Yeah. We should be using more things like that. On the fair poles, we should have, like, cameras pointing right up or down mm -hmm. to see if that ball's fair or foul real quick. A light beam. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, shooting straight up into the sky. I mean, they, wow. they have, like, uh, spotlights that, you know, to, to broadcast, like, hey, come by a car. You know, I mean, a, a baseball game's going on. Just shoot it straight up in the sky. I mean, maybe that would be distracting to planes. I don't fly planes. 
<laughs> it might be. Maybe. You never know. Um, anyways, um, make sure you're t- hitting that thumbs up button. <laughs> I, uh, Gordon Beckham did the broadcast, so it's fitting that we're at 15. I thought we were also at 16, so I feel like we lost a like. I don't know. Um, but anyways, hit that thumbs up button. We would appreciate it. Um, before we get into a little bit more uh, of the, uh, I don't know, nitty-gritty, I think is the word I'm looking for, uh, of this game. And, and Fred, it's the games. fair pole. If it hits the ball, if it hits the fair pole, it's fair. So it's a fair pole. Right. Um, but they call it a foul pole. Which is dumb. I don't know. White, the White Sox wear black socks. How about that? That was Yeah, that was, was that Paul Canerco commercial? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> little quiz. You know, I love little quizzes. Yep. Um, Luis Roberts stole a base in the first inning of game one mm-hmm. and then hit a homer later on in the game. Home run and stolen base in game one. He is the third White Sox player with a homer and stolen base in a game this season. Who are the other two? Homer and a stolen base in the same game. Yes. Three White Sox have done it. Luis Rob Jr. is one of them today. I would say Jake Berger. No. He hits a lot of home runs. I was just going to go with I will say Yoan Moncada. No. Mm. Romy Gonzalez. Yes. There we uh, go. Romy Gonzalez, the fastest player currently on the team. And the other one's got to be. I know who it isn't. Um, it's not. Is it Andrew Vaughn? No, hell no. Uh, Steven, can you scroll up? There's someone who just mentioned Romy's speed, so I just wanted to give him a... a oh, yeah, Romy has uh, good uh, speed stealing two bases. Babies, though. Babes? Yeah, babes. Yeah, uh, I think he meant bases. I think so. Um, uh, I'll guess... I'll just go super off the wall here and say... Yasmani Grandal. He played today. Gavin Sheets. Uh, no. I feel like Andrew Vaughn and Yasmani Grandal are pretty defeatist answer guys. Don't do you really think the two slowest players have stolen bases? I mean, do those guys have stolen I'm bases? I'm sure Andrew has a up. stolen base. I thought he did, but who's the second guy? We're gonna guess the whole damn roster. He played today. Andrew Vaughn does not have a stolen base. Oh, this Clint year. Frazier. No, he, he doesn't have a today. homer. Elvis Andrews. Elvis Andrews. Okay, there, there you go. go. I mean, you got it. Yeah, great job. Congrats. Finally. I don't know. <laughs> Finally. Um, Do we want to explain our poll question? Oh, yeah. Have people been asking? No, but, I mean, they should know what they're voting on. You feel – if you don't want mic time, let me know. But, I mean, you just – you told me it was kind of a weird – it was the weirdest poll question you ever writ, wrote. It, it was. Normally, they're serious. This is serious. Oh, wow. This is serious. Jeez. I guarantee if we don't do it, there are going to be people in my inbox. I'm like, wait, well, you guys said you got to do a socks to puss after five wins in a row. In your inbox? No one yeah. has no one ha- emails about, yeah. about what happens on this mm. show? Can we read dearest, Herb's emails? Dearest Herb, <laughs> what the hell? Um, Why no socks to puss? Yes has one stolen base in his White Sox career, but no stolen bases this year. So, okay. yes, Monty Grandal and Andrew Vaughn's are uh, bad guesses. Obje- uh, objectively or subjectively? Objectively. 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 Thank you very much. Um, all right. Let's let you know about DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, it is baseball season, folks. Hit it out of the park this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can place a $5 bet and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at bigger payouts with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with code CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code CHGO on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I hit two bets tonight that I, I was pretty excited about. Glyber Torres and Billy McKinney to homer. So, hey... Um, you can bet on the other team, and sometimes it does pay off. Uh, gambling problem, call 100 Gambler in Massachusetts. Call 100. 
uh, in Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-505 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible and gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in and 10-plus legs requirements for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkinks.com slash baseball terms. Boom. Boom. You guys like your Shady Rays? Love it. Yes. Mine are in my car right now. Well, why would we? Uh, you're not Corey Hart. You're not going to be wearing your sunglasses at night. Sometimes I do. Boom. Brewer's great. I have his autograph. I think feel like we've talked about this on the show we before. Have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Never yeah. surrender. Is that a Corey Hart song? It is. There's more than one? It's two. Should I listen to the other one? Oh, Never Surrender is excellent. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Not right now, but, you know, do the real I mean, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for, for sure. I can just sing it if you want me to. You can. Well, I'm you not going to say no. Start singing. All right. 20 million streams. Yeah. Never Surrender. That's what. That's pretty much what it is. Herb Lawrence taking the stage. I'm doing not going to sing Har- I, I just sang it. Never Surrender. That's what he says. That's the title. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shader Ace have you covered for warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shader Ace is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. They have durable frames and extremely care optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shader Ace offers the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, it told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. You can wear Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized shades. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Um, 18 likes. I feel like I really rely on uh, Brent Lillibridge. Brent Lillibridge. Yeah. Um, Gio Soto. Am I am I on a am I on a limb? I mean, he was on the he was that on the Cubs. I don't know if he was that on the Sox. Also. I feel like you he have repeated. To look it up. You have to look it up. I feel like he repeated. Uh, Gio Soto, 2017. Anyone else? I mean, I've already said the Terry Bevington one. I believe when he was a base coach, he was 18 and manager. Awesome. Yeah, I try to look at that. All of the Terry Bevington photos of him as a White Sox manager um, are, have his, him have the jacket on. Oh, him looking dumb. Yeah, he wasn't great. So, um, yeah, yeah I mean, there's no really. Robin uh, saying fair. Both saying fair. So fair. Um, I didn't know there was another Brian Giles. There was a Brian Giles that played with the White Sox in 1986. Hmm. Not, not the Brian Giles. Not the other the brother Brian of Marcus Giles. Giles. No. Uh, and Jay Giles. Also, uh, Tyler Saladino. In Orlando Cabrera. There and you Cliff, go. Cliff Polite, if we're always mentioning 2005. I was going to guess Cliff Polite. Rats. Trust your gut, man. Yeah, I should have. Connor, Connor's your, your your buddy. I mean, it, the knowledge is rubbed off. I, I mean, knew it. Don't I worry. I had it. Where's, um, where's he been? Miss you, Connor. Husky Bardo mentioning uh, Rick Hunt speaking tomorrow. Do you think he will? I feel like it's a Monday thing. It's Hard a to short say. one, too. It's a short homestand. It's just three games where they just go back back onto the road. So, probably not. I if, wouldn't expect them to. If you had to guess, no? No, I wouldn't think so. There's, I mean, what's there to speak about? Yeah, I, I don't know. I agree. I would say no. Um, I, I would guess no. I mean, we'll see tomorrow. Um, let's 
talk about this really quick. How important was Aaron Judge not being there? I've seen a lot of stats just showing how the offense is kind of anemic without him uh, this year for the Yankees. I think they average around six runs or more uh, when Aaron Judge is in the lineup, and it's like 3.5 when he's not. Uh, they obviously scored five in the first game. That wasn't good enough, but they only scored three and win the game today. Um, but how much did Aaron Judge not being in that lineup affect the White Sox winning. I mean, obviously no one's going to complain. The White Sox win two, two or three against the Yankees. They'll take any break you can get. But I mean, how, how did you guys feel that that was that played out? I mean, they won each of the first – the two games they won, they won by one run each. Uh, so, you know, all it takes is just, you know, one hit by, by Aaron Judge. It's not even a type of situation where it's like, oh, well, if he would have been in there and hit two home runs and, you know, kind of thing, he just needed to, to you know, deliver a base hit at some point and it might have been the difference. Um, I will point to the Tuesday game. Lucas Giolito was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it, it's very, you know, there was only, what, three hits in that game for the Yankees or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, the, the idea that um, – that Judge being in there would have completely uh, changed everything. You also have to remember how good Lucas Giolito was and that he might have been able to handle just about anything that, that baseball threw at him that night. But um, when you win two games by one run, uh, that's the slimmest of margins. And a guy as good as Aaron Judge can obviously affect a margin that small. I'm sure a pitcher, a starting pitcher, will tell you that not having to go through the mental strain of facing a person like Aaron Judge also helps you out because of, man... I don't know how to get this guy out. Do I get him out high because he's tall as hell? Do I get him out low? He could still reach that one. If that short-ass porch, I'd throw it outside. He could just fucking hit it off the end of his bat and get it out there. So, yeah, it was a relief to not have him in the in the lineup for the Yankees. Yeah, they still also have Rizzo and Giancarlo Stanton, Mike, former Mike Stanton, in the lineup. So those are tough bats. And yeah, there he is, Mike back there. Um, but is you, Are you Mike Stanton? <laughs> but it's it's a tough at bat when you got to go against the best player or hitter in baseball. You just said that uh, Jake Berger's right behind that guy. Imagine if Jake Berger wasn't in the lineup every day. The pitchers are like, maybe this is great. You have to face the White Sox without Jake Berger. Let's eat. But oh. having having him in the lineup would be a, a taxing at bat, and then you have that much better of a. Uh, a lineup than having, even though he pit, hit well, um, the right fielder who replaced him. I forgot his name now. My brother, Willie Calhoun. Oh. <laughs> he homered. Today. Yeah, yeah, my brother, yeah. Willie Calhoun. He did, did, did a, a good job in his stead. But I'm sure homer Lucas and, and Mike Clevenger and Lance Lynn was like, yeah, I'll take Willie Calhoun instead of Aaron Judge. I, 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 I th- yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty easy fair yeah. trade. Yes. Um, uh, be hurt longer because don't the Yankees what in July? Be hurt for that series too. I'm sure the White Sox are feeling that too. I don't know. I don't want that player out that that long. I, I, don't, do. I don't want him to miss the All Star player, well, the All Star game. Come back. Where's then, Herbie Sunshine, man? Come back and then miss that series. Hey, I'm about White Sox dubs, and they got them. They got two out of three in New York. I'm happy. It's a good. It's a good week for the White Sox. Um, minimum 250 pitches seen. Uh, Jake Berger's third in barrel percentage, uh, just behind. Uh, Aaron Judge at its second at 3.9%. The only person above him, uh, Mike Stanton, or uh, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, 4.2%. That's a much better name. What? Giancarlo just... Mm. Well, isn't it his real name? Yeah. Well, I don't remember Mike is a, whole... a good name, but everybody's named Mike. Giancarlo has some joie de vivre. It's, like, like, oh, it's got some meat to it. 
Giancarlo. Michael's his middle name, I think. Okay. And there was already a Mike Stanton, too, in baseball, so. Pitcher. Yeah. That was Mike Hampton. No, oh, there was a Mike Stanton. With, he, he was also a pitcher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good for <laughs> both of them. That's, that's a, it's a great achievement to be a major league pitcher. Um, all right. Let's go to a, 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 a storyline that's interesting just because we are covering a player that is recovering from cancer or, or you know, uh, returning from uh, his battle with cancer. Um, so with all the haze that postponed Wednesday's game and caused an off-day show yesterday, um, we did see that Liam Hendricks, while he wasn't unavailable, it seemed like his status might have been questionable or they might have been being cautious with Liam Hendricks. We saw Reynaldo Lopez and Kendall Graveman close out the game for the White Sox in game one. And Hendricks said today, um, right before game two, right? Um, that's a weird time to speak. That didn't, didn't have a lot of time to turn that around. Uh, he said, There was I have a, to- there was a um, pregame ceremony in which the Yankees and mm. Liam both made a uh, donation. Um, and I believe oh. that Liam came out to talk to the reporters about that. Oh. Uh, and, and they asked him about his status for the second game. Um, but Liam said, I have to look out for my health with the low immune system and everything that went on yesterday and lingered around last night and this morning. I want to be abundantly safe to make sure it doesn't affect me for the coming weeks. And we also saw Yoan Makata uh, have, I don't want to say that was a mask, but baklava. Yeah, the, the gator. Gator. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a gator on uh, today. Um, and Jeremy mentions Makata looks hurt to me as well. Uh, we did see him uh, limping up a couple times as well. Um, hey, he's one of the only guys that played two full games for this White Sox team tonight. So. Um but yeah, I mean, on 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 the Hendricks angle there, and and Moncada, obviously, this is breathing in smoke. This is smoke. This is a like you you've all you've all sat at, sat next to a campfire, and mm-hmm. you've probably coughed a few times from from getting stuff in your lungs that wasn't supposed to be in there uh, from sitting next to a campfire. Wide swaths of this continent are covered in active campfire right now, um, and it turned New York City the most populous city on this, uh, uh, certainly in this country, onto that, uh, into that type of atmosphere yesterday. So um, I, I believe we saw some uh, comments from Andrew Vaughn talking about, I believe they were from yesterday, talking about playing in Tuesday night's game when there was obviously some, some smoke and poor air quality as well. Uh, and he said that he had a headache and a cough. Uh, the whole night after he played. I mean, these guys are obviously exerting themselves as professional athletes to do it when the air that you need to take in is not healthy. That's that's scary stuff. I mean, and and so obviously Liam Hendricks with the immune system, he's mentioned to us uh, since he's come back. You know, his kind, what he has to think about being being around crowds, what he has to think about being in close contact with people. You know, just because of what where his immune system is at from going through what he went through. Um, and then you bring up Yohan Moncada, who very notably had horrible uh, draining after effects from his COVID infection way back in 2020, um, and and maybe you know stuff that he was still dealing with a year later, kind of thing. So. Um, these guys are cognizant of that, and if they are going to go play in those conditions, um, it's good to know that they are taking the precautions that, that they, they believe they need to. Yeah, I agree, and I was thinking that same thing about Johan. Like, yesterday we were talking, I was like, he and Lucas, we know, had uh, COVID and had some effects of, like, long COVID and such, and so to protect yourself, and we saw some people in the crowd also having their mask on, you know, it's nothing to joke around with. One of the symptoms that 
that uh, Andrew did have is one of the symptoms you're going to have as if you inhale this bad smoke, especially the 300 uh, and the air quality index. It's not good for anybody out there. So uh, I'm glad that they actually postponed the game yesterday. Today wasn't great, but it wasn't as dangerous as it was the day before. It's like when I checked, it was like 178. So not great, still unhealthy, but not as dire as the 300, which affects everybody. And a person like Johan, a person like Liam with a pre-existing condition that he says he has a low immune system, this could really uh, mess him up, especially if he's performing a a thing like athletics where you have to have a lot of ingestion of the air that's there. And so it's um, glad that these guys are taking their actual health not for granted, not it's like, hey, I'm a young player and I can do whatever I can. I'm a top-of-the-line athlete. They understand that that was some bad uh, things out there. The air quality was not good to play in. Yeah, no. Um, ben Davis used to be a White Sox, right? Yes. Uh, he had some goofy tweets uh, that were pretty funny. I don't actually want to read them because uh, they're actually – uh, stupid. Uh, don't go out in this uh, air quality. Uh, but he's just like, hey, it's all mental, baby. And I, I just, I love that athlete mentality that mm. some athletes That's incorrect, have, but, Ben. You yes. know, yeah. it's just like, you know, nothing's bigger than the game. Nothing, nothing's bigger than, uh, you know. Well, being able to breathe would seem to be nope. bigger. No. <laughs> Paramount. My, my dad's a fireman. Uh, my grandpa was, was a fireman. My uncle's are currently a, a, a fireman. Um, and I know that they actually, you know, the masks aren't actually required. They don't, you don't actually have to go into the buildings with the masks. Um, it's nice that you have them, right? You have them just in case, but um, smoke actually doesn't cause any issues uh, to your body at For all. For anyone who might be listening tomorrow, this is all sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm saying people wouldn't people get People can see your face now and you're making your little uh, Cheshire smile. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, people who are just I, on the I, audio, they need the disclaimer, I think. <laughs> I'd hope that you could pick it up on my tone. I mean, um, literally, I wrote the most. Also, I hope you have enough common sense to, <laughs> to not, not breathe, not smoke. breathe yeah. in smoke. The literally Hello. the most sarcastic tweet of all time. And literally even put the, the uh, slash line with the S on the tweet. People responded earnestly to that tweet. I'm like, I can't make it more obvious, guys. That's yeah, so yeah, you saying that, I guarantee somebody would be like, oh man, Sean's an idiot. Smoke inhalation is one of the most dead, uh, deadliest things. That's why it kills most people in fires. It's not the actual fire. No. I guarantee you. These people sound you correct, it's, You would have <laughs> You would have them. It's the fire in your, monsters in, that In your you. inbox. Sean's an idiot. Wow. He should have just dead. This voice. Like who, that's who how they person? sound. That's how, that's how dumb people sound when they send me those emails yeah i mean not anybody who's watching now it's probably it's probably blank none of the people are listening either no it's it's probably blank name uh he was breathing poisonous gas uh you know uh oh what it's just uh uh, you know uh wildfire smoke i'm not sure where this bit is going i don't know where it is (laughs) and ben davis Um, the other day too (laughs) he was the one that was complaining about uh francisco's lindor's throw that two hop the first baseman after he had an obvious double play he's like do you like that he's like not a fan of that throw like he the the out was secured he didn't need to throw it like fast and hard and so ben davis the guy who bunted in the eighth inning over at uh was it uh kurt schilling's perfect game and got on base and kurt Shoot. schilling got pissed that was him that was him really yeah ben yeah. davis he got, I remember and, when that happened. Bob Brenly was oh my, hot. On a thousand. <laughs> on a million. And then Kurt Schilling was pissed. I was like, you're saying this about Francisco Lindor when you did that, which I actually agreed with. It was only a 2 nothing game at the time. You get on, so your friend hits a, a home run, tie game. Damn. Yeah, I was like, that guy is talking. Former White Sox great Ben Davis also. 
Yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, I love to remember that guy. Uh, I gotta, I didn't know about that. Yeah, hell yeah, he's a better broadcaster than he was a player. It's not saying much. You know, he, he doesn't. Not a great he doesn't seem that that interesting at, at either. Uh, I at, at, at either. Um, I agree with Clark though. You're, you're cooking right now. I don't know what that means. What I, I know it's a, a compliment, but you were rolling. You're I'm just on a being roll. me. You know, like uh, Mike, like the Mike, kids. Mike, Mike gave you some. So you want to do I, that again? Am, Mike, I, am I cooking like Ron Popeil? No, you want to flash him the <laughs> cooking Co. sign again? <laughs> oh, okay. Full circle, um, taking her own yeah, way. Yeah, back. I mean that's a callback. Emerald cooks, you know. And he that, does. That's how he made his money. He does. How he cut his teeth. Bam. Schwo hanging out with us in the chat uh, makes me bring up the poll question. So, Stephen, do you want to update us on the poll question? Yeah, pulling it up right now. Uh, does Soxtopus make sense for five wins or eight wins? Eight is winning with 62% of the vote. Okay. So, I... As it should be. Again, I never said you were wrong, but Herb apparently said five. Some while we were doing the show, you were like, Herb, you didn't participate in Soxipus. I said, Sean, I won't participate in Soxipus until we win five in a row. They won five in a row with the early morning game today. So I guess I owe Soxipus to you guys because I'm not I'm a man of my word. But we only have four socks, so it's going to be Sean and I doing socks. And Vinny doesn't celebrate wins or losses. So he's the journalist. Yeah. So we're going to be journalist. We're going to be doing socks, but only four arms. We are. Yeah. You're gonna that do make it, it would be half of an octopus. Though. Make you know, well, make believe that it's, it's a bad accident. That it's double. You guys well, can do I like it. Steven I, has a like a thing over there to make our arms multiple. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, Vinny, Sorry. give him one of your socks if he wants to lean into it that hard. Ooh. There mm. you go. They're not very long, but no. I, don't, I don't want one of your socks. No, and we also don't have day. a fifth leg. Yeah. Um. I mean, do do you want to do this? Should work work on it. You should, you should, you should I make mean, it pe- perfect. The people we'll are do saying it, we'll eight. do it at the end. The people are saying give them a little tease. I will say the people are saying eight. So if we do want to be respectable, we can give them a proper socks to post with eight socks, right? With right. an eight win streak. Right. That is. What I mean, makes it sense. doesn't seem like the people are clamoring for it. I understand you are a man of your word, but I yeah. feel like you can get a jail, uh, uh, get out of jail free card here. I mean, I don't need one, but yes, I get it. <laughs> I appreciate could, it, people, but I don't want you in prison again. I don't want those emails tomorrow. Forty likes for a Soxtopus? Oh, much more. Give me fifty, 50? likes now. Well, Soxtopus right now. It should be eighty. Yeah, 80. right. Or right. eighty-eight. There's eighty-one people watching. How many? That's, people? Not, that's not too much to ask. Where eighty-four people are watching, and hey, we have the La Pantera, uh chain uh, out because obviously eighty-eight. No, eighty-eight. There you go. Um, Eights are wild. He hit the homer, so shout out to to, to La Pantera, and he's the uh, the, the headline tip for us today. It pro- might have been, uh, it should have been uh, Aloy Jimenez uh, as he got injured in the ninth inning. I really didn't think to change the headline. Uh, we'll t- probably talk about that uh, a little bit after the break. Uh, we do have ComEd coming up in, in just a second, so uh, it's the first the first read. If you guys do want to uh, jump in and do it, are you able to? You want me to be Com the second Ed reader? Is happening yeah, right now. I could be the second reader. No, no, I I'm got. Tr- it right I'm just here. trying to set you guys up. Thank you. Um, I just wasn't paying attention. I you're, was you're all good. distracted by a super chat. Uh, okay, I'll, I can. I'll, I'll let you pull up the read. Um, I got it. I got it. But then we'll also discuss about a little crossover, a little 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 mixed sport here. The White Sox dipping their toe in a little something other than baseball. Uh, Schwo, uh, we'll get your super chat in just a second. But uh, Comet Theater, you want to take it away? Yes, the Comet Energy Efficiency <laughs> Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Do I need to do like a fake British accent? Yes. Am I going to offend any Britons? Yes. I hope so. (laughs) 
ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. The territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like those for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Mm, what this great advertisement is saying that how, <laughs> Vinny, pray tell, does this work? An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Mm. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, <laughs> and simple payback. If you own a business, do not wait. I won't. So, yes. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz, old chap? <laughs> now you're Groucho? Yes. Yes. Schedule it today. Courtney absolutely hates when I do a British voice, but I usually do the Cockney one. And I said, when we go to London, I'm doing it all the time. You do offend I, everyone. Do you, hey. do you want to do the game time read in a Cockney accent? I mean, are you cooking I right mean, now? I don't have the game time read. I, oh, I have it for you right here. I mean, uh, do, can I do it the whole time? That'll be weird. Oh, I could try to set you up. You want me to try to set you up? Yeah. I how, can how, about, how, about, how about you try to tell your story of when you bought tickets in Atlanta and got the game time guaranteed, all right? I have very low expectations for this. I do, too. But we're going to do it anyways. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, whether you're traveling to London, whether you're traveling mm. to Georgia, whether you're staying home and watching the White Sox, maybe as they take on the Mar uh, the Marlins uh, this weekend. You can find the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets to this weekend's action with game time, they have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You could stop stressing, stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Herb, you didn't stress. I did you not. Went down to Atlanta, the ATL. I don't think they call it that uh, down there. They do. Uh, and you got the game time guarantee. Yes, yeah, so we took a sojourn to Atlanta. I said, let's go to game time and see what the tickets are all about. It was a droll idea. We went... Got the best deal, and then I checked other websites. As they say, 110% back, and the one had it. And I sent a telly to the folks at game time, and I was like, hey, give me my 110% back now. I'm, like, going now in and out going of my It's This is getting Jamaican. Oh, my God, my <laughs> Irish one. It sounds exactly like Jamaican. Do your Irish one. Brendan, how are you doing, man? Okay, you're that doing is. a Jamaican accent. No, literally, when I talk to Brendan McCaffrey, I do his dad's voice whose name is Podrick, I was like, Brendan, get your ass in here. Um, but yes, I... You sound like the crab from The Little Mermaid. Sebastian. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. Under the sea. <laughs> um, but yes, I got my 110% back in my account. Steven, Sean, and I went to a White Sox game on that $46 that I had from game time. Went right back, reinvested in game time, and they enjoyed the game that we went to. I forgot uh, which game it was, but uh, game time is a, a, a company of their word. They got back to me within 12 minutes of that email I sent to them. 
got back to my 46 in my account immediately. That's why they're the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantees. Thanks, her, for being such a great sport. That's um, what I am about. You're, you're doing a great job. Uh, Courtney's going to have one entertaining time in London. In, in foggy London She's town. been there multiple times. But has she been there with you? Nah. It's going to be not different. Lived, I've not left this country except for the 30 minutes in Canada. Herb's going to be cooking. And oh. then 30 minutes in, well, I'm going to go to Canada in July, too. So second time leaving the country. You're going to stay longer than 30 minutes? Yeah, we're going to like four days. Oh, you going to go to that passport and everything? Yeah, I got it last year. I haven't Yee-hee. used it yet. I'm going to the uh, Niagara Falls on the Canada side. Also, I saw uh, Connor apologize for the wildfires. Uh, hopefully, you guys will put them out. Go Canada. Well, also, like, you know, uh, it's not your fault. Go beat them. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not his fault. <laughs> No, it's someone's fault, but well, I think I'm hoping it's not his fault. Canada's, Canada, he's being nice. He's doing the oh, Canadian gotcha. thing, and he's being like, "Oh, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, no, we're sorry for the wildfires here. We're, we're hoping here, for the best. We're I trying wonder. to put them out as best as we can. I wonder if they have a smoke. That was sorry. just Bob Dylan. What are you doing? <laughs> you guys need to practice these accents a little bit more. <laughs> I wonder if there's a Smokey the Bear in Canada. Is there yeah, really? but it's like. It's like Houndy the Hoser, you know. Like it's it's like it's like a hound dog, you know, or like it's a husky husky the Hoser. Hey, douse your fires before you leave your campsite, eh? That's that seemed okay. Yeah, I mean it was better than yours. (laughs) Do you have one? Give me some. I mean, you can name every you can name every province in Canada in the Great White North. I only bust those out during combat ad reads. Okay, yours is pretty good. Did you you in uh, drama club in high school? (laughs) No. Okay. Um, you been to England? No. Watch plenty of Monty Python, though. Mm, there you go. Um, you got a super chat here. You need to. You no, need I, to we have to do one more read. Oh, there's one more. Um, I'm sorry. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get fit in the best sports gear around. It's spring and baseball season. Go get your Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Check out foco.com, F-O-C-O.com, or click the link in the description below. For online pre-sale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And also our set decorations, not only the... Uh, Tim Anderson one behind me, uh, but the Vinnie Duber bobblehead uh, over there. Uh, and make sure you wish Vinnie Duber a happy birthday on uh, June 11th. Not my birthday, buddy. Um, <laughs> Southpaw. June 11th. That's his birthday. Uh, our green little friend. Uh, can wish him a happy birthday. Uh, check out foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com or click the link in the description below. For online pre-sale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Thank you, Foco. Um, all right. Uh, let's get into Aloy Jimenez. Um, There's a super chat. The super chat. I'm sorry. Super. You're so concerned Shwo. because just, it's a it's question directed to you. It's been hanging there. Our, our lovely French woe. I'm going to try to rent a pig for you. Vinny, will we catch you at Wrigley this weekend? Yes. Well, how does he know this? The Grateful Dead are playing. And their oh, company oh, are playing. Oh. With John Mayer? Yes. Are you mm. going one night? All? I'm going Saturday night. Okay. What are you? What, what's your white whale song? Do you have one for the dead? Oh, my favorite dead song is Sugary, so it'd be nice if they played that. Yeah, it's a good one. I like yeah. that one. Don't ask I also, me. I love look at me like I, knew I love. Uh, I love Dire Wolf too. That'd be great if we got to hear some of that. Okay. And then you know, your regular ones, your your Scarlet Begonias, your uh, your your Sugar Magnolias. Your, your Ooh, sh- I would love to hear Road down street. I would love to hear Road Jimmy. That'd be good too. Okay. I don't even know if. Dead and Coke deep into that. the bag. Yeah. Love Ro Jimmy. That's a I, good one. I, I like Sugary. Sugary is my favorite. Yeah. Um, I, I also liked uh, Jerry's uh, cover of Dear Prudence. I, I feel like he did a, a good job wow. with that one. Yeah, that is good. 
That is, you're Thank right. You. I've heard that. That is that, good. that was yeah. really genuine. Thank yeah. John Mayer sing when he does the dead. Yeah, company? he does. He does the Jerry Garcia vocals. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen him before? No. Okay. First time. Yeah, we'll see. Um, he's working the merch booth outside the stadium All right. in left field. Okay. See you there. I'll save you a shirt. Save me a shirt. All right. Look at that. What's what shirt size there. are you there? Large. A large. Those tie-dye shirts, right? right? L for large. Ooh, I love a tie-dye shirt. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing beats that. Enjoy, Vinny. Thank um, you. Where, you got anything fun this weekend, Herb? Did you use your game? Did you buy them with your game time? No, so, no. A friend, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe. I, I didn't buy them. A friend bought them, and I paid him. So. Maybe. You got anything going on? I don't think so. I'm, I'm driving gotta, to Iowa. I got to check the calendar. Right. No. That's the thing as I have this weekend is when you guys are gone, I'll be hosting the show. I'll be over there, and I'll be doing English voices from that seat. There'll be Doug here from the Bums, Johnny over there in the pregame for the Bums, and then the postgame, it'll be Baloney, Pete, and Jason, HBIC. So that's Enjoy. what I'll be doing this weekend. And that a lot of people were, were hoping for you to chug beer tonight. I feel like that's going to be a lot of Sunday. No, I'll be for the dead being in co- Dead and Company being in town, I'll get high this weekend. Oh, mercy. For right. them. Hey, let's go, baby. You know I don't like it. I hate it. But for them, I'll do it. You hate getting high? Oh, it's my. It's the worst thing in the world. Oh, okay. I'm going to do it is tonight, this, too. Is this sarcasm? Oh, okay. Mm. Yes, it is. All right. Um, anyways, uh, Aloy, how concerned should we be? Is this we don't know enough? I mean, I just hear legs and... We've already dealt with like soreness before. That was a bonus to, or I guess maybe a, a, a silver lining to the appendectomy is that he could rest up his legs. I mean, we even seen this in the athletics postseason series going back to 2020 when he hits a double and pulls up lame running into second base, or I guess running uh, kind of running running lame doesn't really sound. I got you. You were, you were there. We, we made you made sense. You were uh, there. In the second base, we don't know. We don't know what the severity is, but I will say this: it's basically been dealing with leg something all season long, right? And it's been enough for the most part, outside of the ten days he was on the injured list with the early season hamstring injury. For the most part, it's been enough for him to play through. Um, we'll see if this changes anything. We don't really know if it will. Uh, he's been removed for for pinch hitter or pinch runners, I should say, before. Mm-hmm. Um, He's moved slower on the base paths, uh, you know, not looking like he's been 100% for vast swaths of this season. So um, it might just be that th- same thing acting up the way that Yasmani Grandal has been bothered by leg and back stuff all year and has had to – his has been to the degree where he's had to sit some games out here and there. And But, you know, removed for a pinch runner or moving slow to first base, I mean – these are things that these guys have just dealt with, and I think a lot of people got mad about it last season. At this point, it's probably, you know, you brought it up earlier. Give 100% of what you got, and I think that's how Pedro has phrased it. And if 100% of what Aloy has is enough to play and contribute to this team on a nightly basis, the guy hit a home run in the first game, uh, uh, the game-winning home run in the first game of this doubleheader, the White Sox will take it. Well, and two, I mean, he – just like you said earlier with Yoan playing, you know, the full two games today. Aloy didn't play the full two games, but played majority eighteen innings. Yeah, well, well he like played that. all but one out of them. Yeah, yeah right. right. I mean, well, but he got subbed in in the bottom of the ninth for Frazier. Frazier came in as a defensive replacement in the bottom of the ninth. So technically, you know, he played oh in the half first game. Inning. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do wonder too. I mean, he played right field in in that game one. So I do wonder if that just led to kind of fatigue we'll see tomorrow maybe we just see them 
on the bench tomorrow. And maybe they'll be available, but you know, Yohan might just get a day off and Aloy as well. And we'll see more Clint Frazier and we'll see more uh, Jake uh, Berger, Jake Berger and Andrew Vaughn. They well, have and- a good situation going for themselves so they can have Jake Berger in that lineup and not miss a beat really as the designated hitter there. And then the off day on Monday lends itself to more rest for Aloy. So if he's hurt, but not IL hurt, I can see him getting a couple days off from the other players getting more run because, as we talked about, Jake Berger's pretty good at home, and Clint Frazier's fine. He's a player that is a nice fourth or fifth outfielder to have, nothing that you're going to be starting on a daily basis. But this is, uh, I think, a minor thing. It looked very minor, even though he was grimacing pretty tough. But I think he, you know, the White Sox just have to manage his injuries because that's what he has his whole career. And I don't think this is going to be putting him on the IL stint. You brought up Yohan Moncada. Uh, he's a guy that in that second game, it seemed like he was hobbling when he grounded out to first base at one point. Um, but he stayed in the game and made plays at third base. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it's it's maybe less about the binary, is he hurt or is he not hurt thing? And it's just what he is, is he's not, these guys, what these guys are is not 100%. And it's can they manage that? I think we've seen that with Tim Anderson uh, much of the time since he's been back from his trip to the IL earlier this year. We've seen it with Moncada. We've seen it with Grandal and with Aloy. It's, these guys aren't 100%. They're, they're not going to be. The, the baseball players are not 100% throughout the course of the season. And it's just what can they give you on a given night? On most given nights for the White Sox, it's enough to, to have these guys in the lineup and have them be key contributors in that lineup. And uh, I brought up Clint Frazier a little bit uh, earlier. I, I said during the game, uh, hasn't really had a memorable moment yet, but uh, Jordan Lazowski uh, shared this image on Twitter, and uh, he, he had a pretty good night tonight. Um, was really extremely patient, and you could see all of those balls outside of the zone that he just completely spit on. Um, hasn't turned into any uh, you know real damage, no homers yet, for Clint Frazier, uh, him and Adrian Benatendi were not able to get revenge, uh, much to Steven's dismay on, on Tuesday. Um, but hey, I mean, Clint Frazier, uh, those, that, that right there, that, that graph right there, Steven, can you flash it again? You know what that is, Herb? It's professional at bats right there. That's good. Yeah. He that's got what on. They paid $75 million for <laughs> That's Clint Frazier. <laughs> I, well, I know, but that's, uh, they paid for professional at bats. That's what Steve Stone told uh, me. You're a little, you're, you're pushing it right there. That was unprompted. Uh, Andrew Benetton. Oh, yeah. Hate. Drink. Yeah. yeah. I never said his name, uh, but we knew uh, who you're talking about. Uh, but yes, Clint Frazier with a great couple at bats got on base via the walk to start the game and his last at bat in the ninth inning, I believe it was. So the guy uh, is doing his job off the bench. As I said, fourth in outfielder, fifth in outfielder. It's fine. Nothing nothing to write home about. Yeah, no. Or as Courtney used to say, um, ride home about. Well, and hey, speaking of riding. Uh, Don't her is, under the bus. I, I asked. Uh, it makes sense from a Pony Express standpoint. It does. Yeah. It makes sense from a NASCAR standpoint. Oh, um, vroom, vroom. I, I asked uh, Segway. my guy Alex Rude, uh, who uh, was here last year with us uh, when, when Vinny was out. I think you were in Michigan uh, enjoying and I was out beautiful too. Michigan. Yeah. Um, huh? I was out also. Were you? Oh, yeah. I you were with us. Um, but... Uh, we got NASCAR coming to Chicago. I think it's uh, July 1st and 2nd. They're going to have the Chicago Street Race. Um, but on June 30th, there's going to be NASCAR Night. 
at the G-Rate when the Sox and Sox take on each other uh, in celebration of the first ever NASCAR Chicago street race. The White Sox are kicking off the fun with their NASCAR night presented by Xfinity by Guaranteed Rate Field. Uh, three specialty price tickets packages have been made available, so you can check those out at WhiteSox.com. A cooler sling. You know what I thought is that those what that were? Is? Oh. You know what I thought those were, Herb? I thought those were windshield wipers. Me too. Oh, that'd be fun. June 23rd versus the Bow Sox. And then, uh, yeah, but the big news is, and we saw this today, uh, the White Sox are going to have a branded car in the race, uh, the number 77 for oh, Ty that. Dillon. And uh, what I heard from Alex Rude is Ty Dillon is nothing to ride home about. <laughs> yeah, same thing I heard from uh, NASCAR Mitch. I mean, the guy's a good guy apparently, but can't drive his car correctly to win to win races. Yeah. But, you know, good branding. Got the beggar's pizza on there, too. It's a nice look. It just seems like those mock-ups you see on Twitter of, like, here are the White Sox if they were an NFL uniform. And it's like, eh, you know, it's... If you're a NASCAR fan, I think you probably enjoy it. If you're a NASCAR White Sox fan, you probably enjoy this. So, hopefully Ty Dillon wins it. Ty Dillon will be the third number 77 in White Sox history. <laughs> All right, all right. Um, um, uh, one you'll never get because uh, it was a, a briefly worn by one Yolmer Sanchez oh. way back in 2014. And then the only other one, 2011 to 2012. Can we get a position? Relief pitcher. Uh, Jake Patricka? No. No, I, I'm, I'm out already. Uh, oh. You want to give it you one? You got one more? Yes. Just give no, it's Jake. Will Omen. Oh, oh, I wasn't going to get it. Okay. I feel like I could have tried. I, Will Omen. So, Ty Dillon. He had a double, right? He's like a in, pitcher. Uh, is, is City Field? No, but I, I was... That's like, Matt I Albers. Yeah. Oh, Matt Albers. Yeah. Okay. Um, confusing. Him. Yes. Uh, former Matt Cubs, Albers. too. Yeah, Will yeah. Omen. Yes. Oh, okay. Again, Not a good reliever Matt, for the White Matt Sox, Albers. but overall, his career was all right. Um, they, we do have the uh, the map for the uh, the NASCAR race. You guys excited for this? Oh, I haven't seen this yet. Um, so, the, it's going to start at Buckingham Fountain. Cool. Um, so basically, what are those streets? Because I was just at Jackson on. It's, it's going to start on Columbus, Columbus up and yeah. down, and then Lakeshore. Right. It's going to then go. Roosevelt. Looks like yeah. on the bottom, mm-hmm. and then back up Columbus to Michigan, around the little uh, the horse guy yeah. here, yeah. and then back up to I think, I think that's, that's Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm, it's a I'm, street race. It's not a classic NASCAR. And they're closing know. down the damn city for oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you live in the city of Chicago, like the like all the three of us do, um, you're going to be very upset by this whole thing because yeah. it's going to cause havoc. Yes. That being said, well, here's the thing. I believe it's shutting down streets partial or entirely for something like 20-something days or something. Like, it's insane. Yeah, because they're doing it in, like, June. The race is in July. Right. And they're just going to shut it well, down. they got to get it ready. Like, they got to get everything set up and everything. specific But I will tell you this. Yeah, but I take Lakeshore Drive all the time. I will know. tell you this. It's going to look cool on TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I mean it's... Right. That's such a beautiful place. It will look cool on TV. The whole reason this thing exists is because it will look cool on TV. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why, you know, again, they should have made the the skyline the background of Guaranteed Rate Field because it One, would look cool. On we've TV. been over this. It's very far away. I figure it out. <laughs> I know we're in a politics show, but... It doesn't have to be on 31st or 35th. Like, I mean, if Soldier Field is going to be empty, put on the damn link. 
It might not be empty. Floating stadium. One of the only good things your girl did, Lori Lightfoot, <laughs> this NASCAR race, as far as, you know, showing the beauty of Chicago off. I hate the race because it's showing off, you know, a month of not accessing uh, DeSabu Lakeshore Drive for myself. Got to go other ways. And then other people will be going in my uh, lower Wacker way, which mm. I've, which I've uh, you know, procured a yeah. special way down lower Wacker, which I'm not telling anybody. But wow. if you're on my damn street... I'm gonna be very mad. You're blocking my way. You procured, you procured it. Yes. Oh, in, a, in, a, in a deal with the city. Not that just is, you know serious. the regular lower Wacker way. I have a special way on lower Wacker. I get much faster than the regular plebes driving the street. Wow. And you, and again, you procured this. I, oh yeah. What did you have to exchange for I was this like, route? I was like, hmm. we should make this a TikTok. I was like, hmm, this is much faster <laughs> than that regular way, and I did it, and I do it all the time. When I go home for right now, I'm gonna take this same route. Even though at 10 o'clock, it's not as busy. Can I, can I follow you home? That'd I mean, be you'll weird. be going really the wrong way for your home. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, I like, I like driving lower whacker. Telling all it's, my secrets. It's very fun when you, you, get, you hit a certain spot and you're like, why does it smell like a restaurant? Sean, it, when we're, get, we're underground. When you get old, you know, routes home or wa- routes to work, it's very exciting stuff, at least for me. <laughs> I, I, I literally want to follow you home. Mm. I'm, I was actually being dead serious. This wasn't sarcasm. I mean, I have I have my route here. You know, it's very ingrained in me. I take I take my route. My M Y capital. You know. Uh, anyways, why are we talking about this? Um, NASCAR room for room? Um, because of the White Sox. Because of the White they're Sox. They're honoring Will Omen with that NASCAR. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Aaron Bummer likes. Uh, make sure you're hitting that thumbs up button. Uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, Aaron Bummer pitched in game two. So did Garrett Crochet. They didn't. Lose Aaron Bummer looked good. Today. Yeah, he did. He's either good or bad. We've been over this. He either gives up no runs or two or more runs. So he even made it, it over to first place, uh, first base on that play where Berger wasn't covering. I was freaking out. Yeah. I was like, "Go to tag him!" And he tagged him. That's good. Mercy. Um, Sox are now three and a half games back, twenty-eight and thirty-six on the year. Uh, Guardians are in second place, uh, one and a half back of the Twins, who are on a five-game losing streak. Uh, they're at thirty-one and thirty-two. Uh, the Sox are going to be taking on the Marlins on the ninth, tenth, and eleventh tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. Cease versus Yuri Perez, Kopech versus Sandy Alcantara, uh, Alcantara uh, Lucas Giolito versus Braxton Garrett, uh, Perez and Alcantara. Uh, why can't I say his last name? Uh, Alcantara uh, are both righties, and then Garrett's a lefty. Um, what are we looking for? What's the biggest headline for this series? Is it Luis Arise and his 400 uh, batting average and him returning to the G-rate? Ruining baseball? No, Louis baseball. Louis oh, Louis yeah. baseball. He's going to hit 400. You think so? Like, Yeah. Louis ball game, like Teddy ball game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, somebody was asking, like, if a person hits 400, are they the automatic MVP? I'm like, yes. I'm like, <laughs> It's been, it hasn't been done since what Ted Williams? Yeah, in the forties. Stephen Chexlack. <laughs> like, yeah, that's you hit four hundred. You're the MVP of the year. I don't care what anybody else did. And yeah, I didn't think Luis Arise was this. I knew he was good, but I didn't think he was a four hundred hitter. And he's just coming into his own down there in Miami. And I still think you know the trade is going to work out for both people. Even though I think Pablo and he hurt a little bit. Lopez, he? or he's not pitching as well as he did earlier in the year. Oh, but but Louis Arise, I you know I would do the thing where like Tony, like in hindsight, might have been right that Luis Arise is the best hitter on the Minnesota Twins <laughs> wow, last year. Maybe. Um, so sorry, Tony. This, wow. The stat to talk. I still would have walked to Byron Buxton. I, I would have too. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't believe Tony. Um, the, the stat I want to share about Luis Arise is from a Foolish Baseball. Um, Luis Arise has a 403 average, while the National League collectively has a 250 average. 
That's a 161 average plus. So we, we always love, you know. Made up stats, yes. And, uh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and neutralization and, and making sure that everything's even. But uh, best average plus since 1900. And this is why this stat, I guess, doesn't make sense to me. In 2023, Luis Arise, 161. And then both in 1910, Nap Lajoie uh, with a 154. And uh, Ty Cop with a 153. Uh, Arise could fall short of 400, but still have the best adjusted average in MLB history um, still again uh, a couple points above uh, Nap Lajoie um, in 1910 the historical context is interesting Bill Terry was the last National League hitter to hit 400 but he did so when the league was batting 306 again right now the league is 250 um, and uh, acknowledging Arise not hitting 400 but uh, hitting 400 in an era of historically low average and uh, if the average remains 250 Arise could be the modern average plus king hitting by hitting 388 on the season, that would require him to hit 378 from this date forward. Um, difficult, but uh, do more doable than just hitting 400. So, I mean, interesting. This, this could still be a very historic year. Batting average isn't sexy, though. Come on, the guy's not winning. It is MVP. if it's 400. It is. Very it is much if so. it's 400. Getting <laughs> on four but, of 10 times. I mean, even then, I mean, what Chipper did this, Chipper had a better uh, start to his like 2008 or something like this. He was at like 417 through like the first 62 games. So, I mean, like, this is, I mean, this has been done this, like, this, what, millennial? But I think that. That guy's in the Hall of Fame. With people. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, with I'm not <laughs> saying that Luis Arise is a bad guy. I'm just saying MVP. But you think know? about all the people who throw 100 or 95 plus. <laughs> all the different pitchers you have to face during a game. Like back in the 50s and 60s, pretty much there was a guy that's going eight, nine innings. And you're going to see him four times. This is like you're seeing your started twice. Then you're seeing reliever, 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 your next three at bat. So to hit 400 in this day and age is almost unheard of because of all how difficult it is to hit in baseball right now with all the pitchers doing the things that they do with the movement, 17 inches of break, and he's like, cool, here's a single. Enjoy yourself. Thank you for that uh, break, Joe Kelly, but there's a, a knock for me. Right, and, you know, uh, thanks, uh, Michael Kopech, for your 98-mile-per-hour fastball. Straight as hell, yeah. Loop it into left field. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I, who, who else in the National League is going to win is up for MVP? Acuna. Acuna. Right, I mean, well, he might steal 60 bases and hit 20 homers. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. I, I, I like that better than 400. I mean, if he, if Acuna has a 40-40 season and Arise has a, a well, 400 40, average. 40. Yeah, 40-40 has <laughs> only been what? done by like three people. How many years have had a 400 average? It's been a long time, but 40-40 I mean, is... Those both seem like kind of... 40-40 is kind of like... Neck. I don't it's, know. It's kind of like that, that uh, white whale that people haven't gotten in a long time. Who was the last person who hit 40-40? A-Rod? A-Rod, I think. It's been a long time. So, yeah, that would be a thing. And also, the Braves are the Braves. And I don't know, the Martlins don't have a horrible record. Nope. But uh, 2006, it? Alfonso Soriano. Sorry. As a national? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's if you hit 40-40, you should be uh, considered the MVP front runner. But 400 is pretty tough to beat, too. Who was the last uh, American MLB league? player to hit 400? Ted Williams. Somebody 1941. said 1941. Right. So I don't know. I mean, there's been four 40-40 seasons since Ted Williams' last 400 season. I feel like if he's a, if he has a 400 season, I feel like that that is better than a 40-40 season. If he hits 400, that's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like, it's outrageous right now. The, the, yes. the best hitter <laughs> I've crazy. ever seen in my life, Tony Gwynn, didn't hit 400. He came close to it. He should have hit 400. 
but he did not hit 400. I think his. I don't close, know if anybody should. Hit I think 400. he had 393. I think that's what this beer is called. 393, pale ale. Tony Gwynn's beer. Yeah. Oh. He has a beer in San Diego called the uh, 393 Pale Ale, I believe okay. it's called. Uh, Fred saying uh, John Olerud hit 400 through the start of August in 1993. Pretty uh, good. So, hey, maybe maybe we'll have that August marker. Maybe he'll pass John Olerud. Um, anyways, uh, we got a dislike. Hit the thumbs up button, folks. Come on. Let's pass that 40 mark. We'd appreciate it. That's Vinny Duber. You can follow him on Twitter, at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. Make sure you're following him on Twitter for pictures of uh, Dead & Company on Probably, uh, won't, on probably won't tweet any, but... Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, Instagram stuff. That's Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him on Twitter okay. at Eckenwall23. He's CHGO White Sox community leader. Am I supposed to put the um, socks on or just supposed to do waving arms? fine. We're going to skip it. We're going to wait until eight wins. Um, join Herb on Sunday. You're going to have a special pre and post game with uh, the Bumps uh, from the Southside. Southside Bumps. Nope. Chicago Sports Bumps. Chicago Sports Bumps. They are, are they from the Southside, though. Are they not Southside? Ish. I feel like they have. Uh, They're from the suburbs. I'm just making up branding for them. Um, but yeah, join them for the uh, exciting pre and post game where you're going to be doing line changes uh, for the pre and post game and see it all of the bums uh, shown off. And I'm Sean Anderson. Follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Thank you to Steven and Mike for producing the show. We'll talk to you on, well, Herb will talk to you on Sunday. Uh, join us then. Goodbye.